What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. What a day. What a start. What a start. Oh, that was great. Um, I just had a crazy coughing fit. Uh, and that so was we, we started again. Yeah, this is take two. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you just need a do-over. That's yeah, fine. last night. <laughs> if you're in our Patreon and you listen to the Patreon podcast from last night, uh, around the nerd table, our patron-only podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, that we we told the story of uh, last night's photo shoot that did not go as planned. Yeah, just, I'm crying. If you uh, if you have an Android phone, if you use Google Maps, um, never try to um, use an Apple Pin yeah. drop. It doesn't yeah. work. It just does not. It doesn't. No. Yeah. And and what's what was surprising to me was that you were able to open it in your Android phone because when like because when you sent it to me when we were trying to figure out how to get to the place, um, my my iPhone was like, oh no, you can't open this and you yeah. have to have Apple Maps to open this. No, for some reason Google was like, I know where that is. It's forty minutes away from your actual destination, and yeah. it was a nightmare. But it's fine. It's fine. We survived. You did. I did. We all survived. <laughs> You're all here for another edition of the Nightly Morning Show, mm-hmm. a, a show that we do every day because we just love being with you all. Every weekday. Every weekday. To, to be clear. But then we do stream on the weekends. We do. We do stream every day because we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> when when did we become seven days a week streamers? I don't know. It just kind of happened. We, we like accidentally walked ourselves into... Being like full time. Yeah, we didn't like really think about it through or talk about it. We're like, oh, let's just like let's do a morning show, and now we're like, oh, we stream every day. We also started with like, let's do a morning show every day. Yeah, we weren't like, let's do one morning show. We were like, let's do ten. We just dove in head first, and I don't know. I like it. I I love doing this. I love being here with you all. It's so much fun. And, um, you know, it gives us a reason to get up in the morning, which it can be hard to find right now. Yeah, yeah, especially with everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really nice to have that thing to get you up in the morning and to start off your day. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, the weekends, like, Saturday and Sunday are nice when you have those days to sleep in. But if, if that was, ev- like, as soon as that becomes every day... Oh my god, Hammond Taters clipped that. As soon as that becomes every day, it's hard to find motivation to do stuff that just has to be done. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, I, I can't think of honestly like a better way to just start off the weekday. Yeah, I think also like the routine has helped us. Um, and I think that everyone should should try and find some routine right now because having a routine, obviously a lot of you are still working and... Yeah. Um, you have your own routines that are built into that. But, um, you know, it, it's kind of funny. We went from having the most routine on the ship where, like, literally everything was sort of regimented. Yeah. Um, especially near the end during the corona outbreak on the ship. Where, we could only eat at certain yeah. hours and we couldn't be outside of our cabins at past certain times. Well, not even like we could only eat at certain hours, but we could only eat at certain tables at certain hours. Yeah, like, yeah. It was literally, like, designated down to, like, almost the chair. Yeah. Um, to go from that to the first part of our corona quarantine where we like just did, we had nothing to do. Yeah. We laid in bed for two weeks straight. And so, yeah, now we're, now we're kind of on the backside where we're like 
all, all right, that wasn't working for us. We were both kind of, not miserable, but like... You, you Not could, happy. No, and and like our, our, our my family who we were living with at the time could tell that we were not doing well sometimes. Yeah. And so this show is really like the the routine of the show. It's it's been night and day for me. Yeah, yeah. I like honestly the best decision that I made was getting my computer shipped out, um, giving giving myself something to get back to that's familiar mm-hmm. and something to do and look forward to, um, because like I was not. I was I was not good. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, and now that we're now that we're on Twitch all the time, I feel like we're always with other people, even though we're never with other people. Yeah, it makes like the the isolation of the pandemic a little more bearable. You know, to 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 start off the day socializing with you guys, even if mm-hmm. it's not in person, it still means a lot to us. Yeah, I also think that for like um. The title, like people, you know, we have this nightly morning show title, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, one, uh, I, Miller is talking in the chat about how it's 11 p.m. in Japan. Yep. Uh, where he is. So for him, it is a nightly show. Yeah. Uh, and also just in the coronavirus times, I feel like time has taken on a very odd meaning. Mm. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fact that it's been seven months since March just doesn't seem possible <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's a, been a long decade. It's been a long decade. <laughs> it really has. Um, yeah. and you know, we're heading into winter, you know, I, I think, you know, we're, we all kind of have to prepare ourselves mentally for the fact that we have, um, this next season upon us Yeah. where we're going to be inside more. Um, yeah. that was definitely one thing I missed about my summer Yeah. is a, a, a lot of the summer I try to spend out and about. Because I, cause I get cold very easily. Winter yeah. is not a good time for me. I tend to stay indoors as much as I can. Um, and so in the summer, I try and like catch up on all the, 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 the outside world <laughs> that I can. And this year I wasn't able to. And like that was, that was strange for me. It was very, um, it was very odd for... To, we went to outside a lot though. We hiked. We hiked. We spent. We we actually had a pretty good summer in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. Like we we definitely like tried to to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still one of those things where you know going out was still more of an ordeal than like it normally would be. And yeah. there's always that like, I'm should I be worried? Should I be nervous? You know, because we're trying to protect people and. Yeah, it's... Well, you know, we were driving from a bigger town into smaller towns for those hikes. So, like, making sure that we weren't bringing something with us into those smaller towns was very important to us. Yeah. Because, you know, we, you know, you don't want to be the people who cause the super spreader event, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But we're here, we're not here to talk about us. We're here to talk about the news. That's news. The nerdy news. Uh, and we have a, we have some really cool, like, fun stuff today. Yeah! Um, we wanted to start, uh, we'll get to the main topic later in the show, mm-hmm. but, uh, we wanted to start today because, with, uh, some unboxings that happened yesterday. Yeah! The PS5 was, the embargo on the PS5 unboxing videos for YouTube lifted yesterday. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what an embargo is, um, when a company like uh, Sony makes a product uh, and sends it out to critics, mm-hmm. they send it out to the critics with a contract that says like, "You are, we're going to give you early access to this. Mm-hmm. In return, you cannot post your content about it until this date. Yeah. Um, and so the critics who are you know, they're professionals. 
Yeah. It's very rare to see a critic break an embargo, and when it does happen, the entire critic community jumps on that person hard. Yeah. Um, Because it's a breach of trust, and, you know, that's how they make a living. And if one person ruins it for everybody... Like, that's, you know, that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, and it's it's, it's bad for business, right? Yeah. It's bad for everyone. Um, you kind of want... The, the companies need to have some control over the narrative, mm-hmm. and critics understand that, and critics want to be a part of that. Yeah. But, so, so embargoes are really important. Movies have embargo dates for reviews. Everything kind of does. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the back side of the industry, it's a very common term. Uh, the embargo lifted yesterday on PlayStation 5 unboxing reveals. Not reviews yet. You're not going to get your full gameplay reviews yet. That embargo has not lifted. Yeah. Um, but they're allowed to show it to us. And so we saw it. And it's it's a sleek little machine. I, uh, not little. It's a sleek it's, machine. It's a sleek machine. I honestly love it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my first thought, you know, when I saw the, the pictures of it, you know, when this first came out, I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I, nice. Like, I, you know, I wasn't... Uh, the memes were funny. Don't get yeah, me wrong, absolutely. but I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. You know, like I feel like some people are like, "What are they doing?" But I was like, "Oh no, I, I, I can, I can dig it." Mm-hmm. And seeing it, you know, unbox for real in its final design, I think it looks great. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan. It's it is big. It's 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 big, but it's not so large that I'm like put off by it. No. No, and he, he, like here's the thing, it's like big like this way, like it looks like it would be probably like the size of my torso, mm-hmm. just based on what they were going by. But it's it's definitely thinner than the the Xbox. The Xbox is like wide. It's a chunky boy. Yeah, the the PlayStation Five is something that you could like put in your suitcase on top of your clothes. Yeah. Whereas the Xbox is something that you put in your suitcase by itself. Yeah, yeah, it's thick. Um, <clears throat> it's. But- yeah, they definitely, they definitely both went, they, they went very different ways aesthetically, mm-hmm. and I think, honestly, the PlayStation looks great. Yeah, I, it, you know, we have no reason to buy an Xbox, right? We've talked about this before. We have a PC that can run anything the Xbox can. There's literally no reason for us to get an Xbox. Yeah. All of the games are going to be cross-platform. Yeah. PlayStation, we, the only way to play those games is going to be the um, PlayStation 5. Yeah. So, like, in order to play those games, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so I want it. You know, there's a lot of games that I want in that. And the way that they've designed it, I feel like it's going, we're going to be able to find a place for it. It's large, but lying on its side underneath our television on the stand that we're looking at right now. It would, it's fine. Um, Mello asks, are we going to be getting disc or no disc? We're not sure. No, we're getting disc. No, yeah, I mean... I mean, we were gonna we were gonna push to try to get a PlayStation right away, and that it just of, doesn't look like it's gonna happen. It, yeah. Just, um. Just we missed we in, unless we find one, but the pre order has kind of you know. Yeah, it's also very expensive. Well, yeah, but <laughs> we'll. I'm hoping we'll get one like early December, maybe when they do like the second shipment. Yeah, like we we will get one for sure. Yeah. And we have decided we're getting the disc version. Mm-hmm. Um, just so we have, like, you know, I've got the Lord of the Rings here. I want to be able to watch it. Yeah, we don't actually have anything with a disc drive right now. Mm-hmm. We don't own a single disc drive. Yeah, yeah. So the PlayStation we will have with the wow. disc drive just for... Blu-rays. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I've never owned... I haven't owned a, like, Blu-ray or DVD player in ye- a decade. I've literally had a PlayStation... Or no, I had an Xbox 360... And then I had a PlayStation 4, and that's how I've played my movies. So, you know, now I'm at a point where, like, I I look at the cost of 
the console as being a console cost, but also that's my Blu-ray DVD player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, you know, it's going to be, it's going to function as two in one for us. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to get it with the disc drive. Um, I also think, um, I like having the physical media. I know we talked yesterday about, we had that whole conversation yeah, about, we had a big talk about it in case you missed it yesterday. Rhiannon, I had a PS4, um, but while we were in Calgary, um, I was playing on my brother's PS4. So no, we don't currently, we don't, the only console we currently have is a Nintendo Switch. Which yeah. is a great console. Y'all, if you don't have a Switch, get one. It's awesome. David was like, do you want me to buy you a Switch? I'm like, babe, we have a Switch. He's like, I know, but... Then we could have two Switches. I'm like, we don't need two Switches. Although we did talk about the Switch Lite. Just cause yeah, because there's one that's mint green. If you don't know Ariel, uh, Clarus over here, she 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 wants things just because they're the color that she likes. Like, she... She wants the iPad Air that's mint green and the iPad or the um the iPhone 12 that's mint green. Not because she wants the device for any functionality. She just wants the mint green thing. Yeah, I have a problem. As my life slowly becomes consumed by this one color. I'm sorry. Our kitchen is already has a mint green theme. It's yeah. great. I love it. Um, We might get a light for row. Oh, very cool, Miller. Yeah, yeah. The Switch light, I, I, I want to play around with it. Here's the thing. The Switch Lite is basically just a slightly worse device um, in terms... No, no, no. no. That's, that's what it is. Like, the parts inside, they're not as... They're not... That's not what it is. It is a mobile Switch. It is yes. a solely mobile Switch. It so is it's, mobile. But, the, like, it's, it's, it's built differently for that reason. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's not built as well. That is that is a general consensus that I have seen anyways. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. But what I've seen sure, is sure. the parts inside of it are not as good as in the normal Switch. But but, that, but intentionally. It's yeah. not like they like messed no. up and it's a worse thing. No, no, like, no, no, no. They were like, we're making a cheaper version so more yes. people have access to the game. Absolutely. Well, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're I, like, it's just a worse Switch. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It, it, it does everything you need it to do. It just only does those things. Um... The controllers there. are more reliable on the Switch Lite. That's true because they're hardlined. They're they're connected. On the Switch? No, on the Switch Lite. So the Switch Lite, the controllers are built into the controller. Oh right, right. So I because of that, because they're not um, able to be taken off, the Switch Lite has better controllers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Cappy Archer says new system. That's what tax returns are for. Uh, Cappy. That's how I got my. We will uh, not be getting a tax return this year. <laughs> I know. So uh, one of the fun things, and maybe this is a conversation that we should have on the morning show. Yeah, this is nerdy. One of the fun things about being on Twitch is that you don't pay any taxes up front. You so all of the income that you make on a platform like this and on like the cruise ship, uh, all of the income that Ariel and I have made this year from our various gigs and jobs is all untaxed yeah so we have not actually paid any taxes yet and will not there's no way in any world we're getting a tax return this year we are going to be paying taxes and we're 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 we're, we're emotionally preparing for that day mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you know we're keeping all our receipts we're gonna try and get through it as best as we can yeah. Although, you know what? Last year I didn't file my taxes, so I might get a return from those. You didn't file your taxes? No. You only have to do it if you owe money. What? Yeah. Like, so, like uh, the first time I did my taxes, I did three years at a time. And then I did two years. What? Just file your taxes. Like, what, what are you waiting for? There was other shit happening. We were on the ship. I, I know. And I still managed to file my taxes. I was like, oh, I'll just do it next year. Because it doesn't matter. Because I didn't know anything. 
What? I'm just that's I, I'm just the person who like I get my I do my taxes like February first, like it's due April fifteenth, and my taxes are done February first. No, yeah, I I like if I know I don't owe money, which apart from this year, I have always known that I don't owe money. Like it it doesn't matter. So I was like, oh, I'll just do them both next year. That's that's that that gives me so much anxiety. Like I don't think I can do the rest of the show. I think we have I'm to sorry. stop the show now. Oh my god! I did not know that my wife has not done. <laughs> David is like nerd Flanders with his taxes. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. I, I I'm sorry. Is that I? No, it's fine. It's I, mm-hmm. look. It, it's, if it works, it works. I've I've just I've never once missed. I've never once been late on my taxes. Well, and um, like you've. I mean, you, for, for, for the work that, like, you've done, you may not be certain one way or the other about owing. Oh, no, I've gotten a tax return every year before. Oh, okay, This will be the first. It's like, No, actually, that's a lie. The, uh, um, when I worked in Japan, I owed taxes that year. Right, because none of that was tax. But, um. Uh, because, uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, I just, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be on the ship this year, so I'll just do it next year when it's easier. That's so funny to me. I can't, Yeah. Especially now that we're married, and I didn't know that you haven't filed your taxes. Like, I shouldn't have married you. Like, what, I've messed up big time. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, we're actually getting a divorce. This is the last nightly morning show. Oh, my God. How many times because have I joked... Because of my taxes. How many times have I joked that this is the last nightly morning show? <laughs> Too many. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, so the PS5 looks cool. Yeah. I think right. we're going to get it faster than Ariel thinks we're going to get it. I think I'm just going to show up with it one day. Um, and, uh, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. That's what credit cards are for. Yeah. I, 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 there's so much room on the Discover. We'll be fine. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our next story, which is, um, the the next two stories, actually, pretty quick back-to-back here. We got some reveals of some costumes for the upcoming seasons of, uh, from the DC Universe. We got the upcoming seasons of, uh, Batwoman. And um, Red Hood. So let's jump into this uh, I'm Batwoman first look here. Uh, Javicia Leslie is on the left there. Uh, and Ruby Rose, the season one Batwoman, is on the right. Uh, it, it's probably a little small. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we're trying to figure out how we're going to do stuff like this um, moving forward. We're just playing around with stuff. You know, the show's yeah. new. Um, but um, we've both taken a look at it up close. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the new Batwoman costume? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I think it looks amazing. Like, it looks sleek. It looks functional. It, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I love it. Can I be honest? I am not, I'm not a fan of the hair in either of them. I I, I just. The hair, yeah. mm -hmm. It, it. And I was looking at the costume purely. Yeah, the, well, because the, the <laughs> hair is part of the costume, right? Because it's not her hair. It's a wig. Okay. It's a wig that she puts on when... Well, actually, for Javicia Leslie's Batwoman, it might not be. But for season one Batwoman... Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Cappy Archer, is it spoilery to ask why there's two different actors? I haven't watched the series yet. Yeah, so Cappy, um, at the end of season one of Batwoman... Um, not Batwoman, did I say Batgirl? Batwoman is the show... Um, Ruby Rose was the original Batwoman in the, in season one. She was mm-hmm. cast, uh, and, uh, I thought actually was a really solid casting. I think she did a really good job, particularly in the crossover stuff. She was great in Crisis on Infinite Earths. 
Um, during season one of filming, Ruby Rose broke her back and had to go in for surgery on her back. And uh, there, nothing's really been confirmed about any of this. It's a little complicated, and uh, they, they, they haven't been too open about it. But they never actually got to finish season one um, <clears throat> because of COVID, because of the shutdown. And near the end of season one, uh, they shut down. And Ruby Rose made the decision that for her own health and for her own happiness, she could not return to do season two. Mm-hmm. And I have a... F- personally, I don't know her. Um, I'm a big fan of hers, but uh, I, I don't know her. And I think that a lot of it had to do with that injury and with that surgery and with the toll of having to be Batwoman during her recovery. And I have a feeling that was really difficult for her. I don't want to speak for her uh, in any way, but um, I, I really, I felt that uh, it, it made sense to me. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> like, I cannot completely understand. Like, hmm. breaking your back is not... Yeah. It's not like you broke your toe. You know what I mean? Or something like that. It's it's a huge life-changing injury. Yeah. And yeah, we're not trying to speak for her, but we kind of imagine that that has definitely influenced her decision, which is why we have a new Batwoman. Um, yeah. And so uh, rather than recast the character, uh, they are going to be doing some... I don't know how they're going to get rid of her of Ruby Rose's character. Maybe they won't. Maybe they're planning to bring her back at a later date when mm-hmm. maybe she's more covered and feels up to it. Yeah. But for now, they're going to introduce a new Batwoman uh, in Javisa Leslie's character mm-hmm. um, who is going to drastically change the show. Yeah. Um, uh, Javicia Leslie's character will not be related to Bruce Wayne the way that Ruby Rose is mm-hmm. um, uh, and is won't be like a wealthy socialite the way that Ruby Rose's character is like it's going to be a very different show in season two yeah which will maybe be for the better because um, the the first season of the show wasn't incredibly well received mm-hmm. there were, sorry <clears throat> um the first season of the show got um, some backlash, mm-hmm. and some uh, there were people who weren't very happy with the direction that it went. Yeah, um, which is un- I kind of understand. They made yeah. some choices that I felt were um, made it difficult to make a show. Um, yeah, j- just just like outright character decisions that they made in episode one that made it difficult for the show to have sort of a arc that was satisfying to fans. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of fans were disappointed in how they handled the Batman in the Crisis on Infinite Earths part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just, it became, it became tough for them. And I'm hoping that, um, uh, I'm hoping that VCLS is going to have a, a good start to the season and that the, this season Batwoman is going to take the show in an interesting and uh, uh, better received direction. Yeah. This, it's, it's funny, um, they kind of have an opportunity here, um... <laughs> To, in a sense, get a do-over. Oh, yeah, it's a hard reboot. You, you, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, which a lot of, you, you know, that's that's not very common that your lead mm-hmm. is like, look, I, I don't want to come back for the next season. And, yeah. you, you know, and you have to work around that. And so, um, hopefully, um, they take this, t- like, ho- hopefully they use this as an opportunity to listen to the fans mm-hmm. and see what they want to see. Um, and give us, you know, some solid Batwoman. Yeah, I think there was... Uh, uh, him and Taters brought up that there was uh, a lot of harassment online towards Ruby Rose. Yes. Um, when she was originally cast, there was a lot of backlash because she's... Uh, 
a bisexual, gender fluid person. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's not Jewish. And Kate Kane in the comics is a Jewish character, mm-hmm. um, which is something we're actually going to talk about again later on in the show with a different casting. Um, but um, she she got a lot of backlash for not being gay enough to play yeah. the character, um, which uh, she had some very strong words. Like if you want to get in, if you want to go read her response to that, it, it was a very strongly worded response because she was like, "How gay do I have to be to?" play gay you know I've been out my whole life I've been harassed for being gay my whole life and now the gay community is telling me I'm not gay enough enough yeah which um, is yeah which is a which is a weird conversation right because we're, we're starting to have these sort of like these castings that people want to be very specifically you have to fit every single aspect of the character mm-hmm. and you know we, we have castings where people say like this person isn't dark-skinned enough to be a black person on screen or this person isn't um gay enough or this person isn't Latino enough or, or you know, what, whatever that kind of is. Yeah. Um, and I, I, on the one hand, I kind of understand that, like, people want representation that is Absolutely. diverse. Yep. Um, even within the diversity, the diversity has to be diverse. Yep. Um, but it's also kind of a tough, um, it's a tough line to thread because, you know, do we start casting people not based on talent or do we entirely cast people based on that they are they the are closest. in their personal lives yeah yeah that you know it's definitely a, a odd direction um, an interesting direction that our industry is heading towards and mm-hmm. you know it's something that we need to be open towards because I think we absolutely need more diversity in casting absolutely more diversity in every single which way especially behind the table yeah a hundred percent but Telling telling Ruby Rose she's not gay enough mm-hmm. to play a character for me is so backwards. Like I mm-hmm. just that like that I, I can't really understand where they're coming from. Well and it's tough, right? Because there's for the casting department and for, for the team making the show <laughs> there's this weird like double standard, right? Because in any other job interview, it is illegal. Well, in every job interview, actually, it is illegal to ask about like someone's sexuality and someone's religion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it, it, the, it seems like people want there to be this double standard where in the acting industry, actors have to tell people what their religion is before they can get a job. And that is a weird, like, that. that's illegal. Like, if a casting team casts Ruby Rose, they are not legally allowed to ask if she is Jewish or not. Mm-hmm. And they're not allowed to not <laughs> cast her because she's not Jewish. Mm-hmm. Like that technically breaks the law. Yeah. And so the entertainment industry is in this weird position where they are being asked by the public. A lot of the public who are against her casting are the sort of liberal um, extreme left yeah. who want more civil rights and more protections mm-hmm. for LGBT people but also seem to want Ruby Rose to be interrogated about her gayness and her her religious um, life. Yeah. And, and it's a weird, like, I you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, well, it's illegal to ask about this unless you're in the entertainment industry, at which point you have to be very open about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's this odd, you know, double standard and... It's something that we're, you know, I mean, us as actors, we're going to have to navigate because Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things that's still being figured out. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. because like you, you, yeah, like hiring someone based on those kind of things, if you, if you just say that as a blanket statement, mm-hmm. seems ridiculous. I'm not, you know, you're not going to hire, um, your receptionist based on their sexuality. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like that's weird. Yeah. Well, and Miller's saying it, it's good that they can't ask those questions in an interview because it prevents discrimination, which I agree with. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm about preventing discrimination a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it just becomes tough when, you know, people are like, well, is she Jewish? And the casting team can't be like, yes, she is. We asked her in her job interview because that mm-hmm. would be, be a crime <laughs> like that's yeah. that, that's a that's a lock you know yeah and and so it just it becomes tough now because we have you know obviously we want diversity and obviously we want these sto- stories to be told authentically yeah but at the same time we we have to be very careful about forcing actors to be publicly it, you know I, I don't want it to be a system where actors have to be public about their internal lives because otherwise the industry will be upset, or, you know, because otherwise there would be backlash when they get cast. Like, yeah. I don't think that actors should have to be public about their sexualities. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's a weird, like, demand that I'm seeing on Twitter a lot lately of, like, no, this person has to be out or not. And I'm like, why does, if that actor, you know, there's actors who might be gay, who just don't publicly live a gay life for whatever personal reason, and that's yeah, absolutely their right. Yeah, you do, like you don't need. I don't need to know who everybody's sleeping with. Like you know what I mean. Like what kind of person mm-hmm. they're in bed with. It, I I think that that's like the last thing, really, that should be on the table for consideration for like anything. Like and and you're right. There's a, a huge pressure for actors, especially um, to like set that example and which allows other people to then also be proud about their sexuality and it's it's kind of like an unfair pressure in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because you have no idea what their personal circumstances are yeah and when it came back to ruby rose like the truth was that she was getting a lot of hate unnecessarily and like you know her her sexuality is her business mm-hmm. it's not the business of the fans and, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, I don't think you should have to prove anything about your personal life to play a character. Yeah. And, you know, I, that that's my, that's just my feeling on it. I'm not going to jump down anyone's throat because of what they do or don't believe. You know what I mean? That's just not my. Yeah. That That's not the world that I live in. Yeah. And, um, I want, I want more diversity and I, I want all that stuff, but I want it to happen in a way that actors are not being put into this position where everything about your private life has to be public in order yeah. for you to be an actor. Like, that doesn't seem fair to me. Yeah. Uh, and that also is not what we signed up for. Like, we're, you know, actors are there because we've made the decision that we want to spend our lives entertaining other people, right? Yeah. We want to bring joy and mirth and laughter and all those fun things to the world. And, and we want to be an escape for people. We don't sign up for this field because we want to be the most public people, <laughs> And and have our private lives psychoanalyzed by every armchair expert on Twitter, you know? And yeah. I just, I don't think that that, I don't think that that expectation should be there. Yeah. But it currently is. And that's kind of, you know, that's, that's something that the industry is grappling with at the moment. Yeah. yeah. 
Should we move on to the other costume reveal we got? For those of you who are watching Titans on the DC Universe, we got this look at Doss. I'm, I'm sorry, it's like right on you. Both of these have been like covering up your chest. Um, uh, this is the red hood for Titans. Um, and look look at him. I, he's a little small here. Let me, let me get him a little bit bigger. Just like completely cover me. That's what I was going to do. You <laughs> ruined my joke by I'm saying so it before sorry. I... Boom! Look at that. Look at that. Chonky, chonky boy. <clears throat> um, for The playmat says Red Hood is his favorite DC character. Uh, well, okay. the playmat, you're not getting your favorite DC character on Titans. You're getting this guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an incredible design. Let, let's just say the costume design is, is remarkable. They've done an excellent job. Mm -hmm. um, he looks right. He absolutely looks right. Yeah, um, here's, here's the thing. I, uh, as far as looking right, I cannot comment because I, I don't know. Um, but I watched the first episode of Titans mm -hmm. and I watched no further. Yeah. And that's all I'll say. Yeah, um, here's the thing about Red Hood. Red Hood in the comics is Jason Todd. He is, uh, famously the Robin that DC had the population decide if he was going to die or not in the comics in the 90s. For those of you who don't know, Jason Todd, um, they, they put out this phone number um, where they were like, call in, if, uh, call in, if you call this phone number, you're going to kill Jason Todd. And if you call this number, we're going to save Jason Todd. And so a bunch of people put uh, robocallers on this. And so there were phones just like constantly calling the number to get the number up. Uh, and in the end, uh, the vote went towards killing Jason Todd, and in the Death in the Family story arc, mm -hmm. uh, in the Batman comics, um, the Joker violently murders Jason Todd. It was the 90s, everything was way too violent. Comic books were, <laughs> were very, very, like, it, this was post-Watchmen, post-Dark Knight Returns, um, everything was very aggressive, violent, and everyone had a lot of pockets on their costumes. So Jason Todd is murdered and goes away for a long time, and it's very sad, and he was a great Robin. I, I loved, I love it. Uh, suddenly this character, Red, the Red Hood, appears in Gotham. And Red Hood is a really, really great character in the comics. He is a anti-hero who is like Batman, but will straight up murder everyone who is bad. And the Red Hood has gone on to be a very interesting character. He's um, He's got a lot of depth, a lot of story arc. Mm -hmm. uh, he, really, really... Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws is a great comic. Um, but Red Hood's character is really based on that coming back to life after that Joker moment. Yeah. And, and you know, the anger and the, 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 the deep, deep, like, psychological trauma of his experience with the Joker. Titans hasn't done any of that. <laughs> yeah. In Titans, he's upset that people didn't tell him the full truth about a couple of things that had nothing to do with him. And he's just an angsty little boy. And he, I, he's upset that, like, the girl that he liked doesn't want to be with him. And so now he's the Red Hood. And it just, it's not the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, here's, here, here's the problem. <sighs> When you make stuff like that, I'm, I'm sure it's other things, as you said, but mm -hmm. when you make stuff like that about a girl who doesn't like you back, 
it, uh, it, like, they're taking this, like you said, beloved character who Mm -hmm. has all this depth and people really love, and you kind of turn him into one of those guys who starts hurting people because girls don't like him. And, like, that's a weird kind of line that I don't don't like that they're... Oh, yeah, yeah. That they're touching. (laughs) Like, they don't need to do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, and and hopefully... Bad choice. Hopefully it doesn't become... Like, hopefully they... Hopefully there is a little bit of that in it. Because realistically, that's the kind of character that he is. Um, Yeah. But um, the... I'm hoping that they keep it a little bit more. He's an he just becomes an antihero. Okay. He's already so violent. Here's here's the thing. Here's the problem with Titans, right? In Jason Todd's first episode in Titans, and sorry, this is a slight spoiler, but not really. Jason Todd beats the ever loving crap out of a bunch of cops for no apparent reason. Like he just th- these cops show up yeah. at a crime scene, and Jason Todd just massacres them. Yeah. He doesn't need to. There's not really a purpose to it, and he kind of makes a joke at the end of it, where he's like, I, I think he literally is like, oh, pigs or something like that. Yeah. So this, the Jason Todd in this show, while he's Robin, is almost more violent than Red Hood in the comics has ever been. Right. Red Hood, Red Hood is a violent, vengeful, murdering human, but he always does it to people who he believes deserve it, or yeah. there's a purpose. Yeah. He's an intelligent, driven character. Yeah. He's not just going out beating up people for no reason, right? Yeah. So, him becoming Red Hood on the show, he can't get more violent. He can't get more angry. He's already the angsty, angry, violent teenager. Yeah, maybe we're like, oh, we kind of like screwed this up. Let's just make him Red Hood. <laughs> well, but that's that's kind of what the show's done, right? Like, yeah. they, 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 this whole show, Titans, and there's stuff about it that I love. The Hawk and Dove relationship is brilliant like there's stuff about titans that i really really love wonder girl was a great character um uh, the the way they handled aqualad was really cool like there's stuff about the show that is so good and then there's stuff about the show that's so bad and they're 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 butting up against each other in a way that is so it's 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 weird to watch yeah because it feels like they understand some of these characters really well and they have a really good take on them yeah um I, i love what they're doing with starfire i love what they're doing with raven um, mm. I love the character of Beast Boy. I don't love the the way they're using his powers kind of suck, but um, the actual character and the guy who plays Gar, he's great. Yeah. But um, Jason Todd is one of the things that hasn't worked for me because he's so... He's just so violent. And now that he's Red Hood, I think they're trying to give him permission to continue being too violent yeah. by encasing what him... It seems like. Yeah. Encasing him in the the robing of this character who is historically violent in the comics. Yeah, and he literally looks just like an angry teenager. Oh yeah, he he looks like what you would expect like the right wing extremists would show up to a rally in. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? but like realistically, like he mm-hmm. has that like um, V for Vendetta, like that mask, that anonymity mask, the look. leather, like yeah, yeah. He, the too many guns. Um, the, the shin guards that he has like, he has like gladiator shin guards on for some reason. I know. I'm trying to. But it's the only metal armor on, it's only, it's the only like shiny armor on his body. And yeah. I'm like, who's shooting at Apparently, your shins, bro? his shins are very vulnerable. I think I he just kicks people a lot and he needs protection. Fair enough. I mean, he's got, he's, yeah, he's got knee pads, but it doesn't look, yeah, 
Maybe he's got arm guards underneath the leather. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I think this design is really great. I think they've nailed what... I, if you're going to bring Red Hood to live action, I think they've done a great job of the look of it. I just wish the show... I hate show... the shins, but everything from the shins up. I thought That's right, yeah, yeah. I just, they, like, they're very weird Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> He's Red Hood, but he has Wonder Woman's boots on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just, it doesn't quite fit with me. The top half looks <laughs> like, it, like, good character design. Like, yeah. I, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see it live. I've always been worried about the hood in live action. We've never really seen the red, the mask. Um, and giving him cheekbones, because usually he doesn't, usually it's a very, like, um, flat side. Uh, giving him cheekbones actually is uh, a smart aesthetic choice because the lighting gives his face some shape. Yeah, otherwise it would just be either <clears> very <throat> dark or very white and flat. <clears throat> um, the playmat says white. cosplayers do it better, and Matt, the cosplayers always do it better. Yeah, let's let's be honest. Yeah, they always because because the the television show does it first, and then the cosplayers get the chance to look at it and go be like, no, nope, fix that, that, yes. that, and that, <laughs> and then the season two costume always looks better. Yeah. Like with Batwoman. Like, the season two costume does look better. It has a better look on it. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, I also think, like, they probably made slight adjustments to the costume to suit their new Batwoman better. That's true. You know, which is nice to see, because, you know, people look different. People have different bodies, different strengths, different aesthetics, and I I, I like to see that. The hero of Wind says he is an Assassin's Creed character. You know what? He, he just because of the hood assassin's yeah. creed has really taken the hood and made it their own yeah it's true yeah yeah you can like um there there is this like website that i bought off of and they've got all these like assassin's creed inspired like hoodies and stuff mm-hmm. and they're all yeah. like that kind of vibe every every single comic-con there's always a booth selling like hand-stitched assassin's creed robes yeah and they are gorgeous they're also like four hundred dollars but yeah. they are i'm like who first of all who wears this in real life i would yeah, I would too. But people, I think, I, I think because I'm so big, people would be like, "That dude's scary." <laughs> no, not if you smile like that. Oh, oh, <laughs> she's being cute. All right, let's get rid of that. Um, Baby Oats <clears throat> is back. What? Baby, Baby Oats. Look at him, you guys. Mandalorian in four days, or th- <clears throat> like three and a half days. So excited. <clears throat> I am too. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to watch. No, we'll watch it Friday night after D&D. Or we might watch it earlier in the day. We might, like, watch it um, after the morning show goes up. Or uh, after we do the morning show, we might watch it while I'm, like, putting it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it takes about an hour. Yeah, yeah most likely. Um, We're not going to be able to wait. Like. Yeah, I know. You watched episode one last night of... Of The Mandalorian? Season two of The Mandalorian? Or season one no, of The Mandalorian? probably season one. I, oh, okay. I'm not sure if she's seen... I was like, how... You're like, how do you have access to this? <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we don't usually save the main story this late, but uh, I thought it would be nice to switch things up. Yeah, about uh, the suspense. We might have some Moon Knight casting. Yeah. Which is, is weird. Yesterday, um, early in the day, we got some reports that um, they were... Uh, Marvel... T- plus television? I don't know what to call any of this stuff anymore. Because um, Marvel television is the ABC stuff, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I don't know if this is Marvel television or if this is MCU television. I don't know what the language is here. But uh, they, um, there were rumors going around that they were looking at a few different actors for Moon Knight mm-hmm. uh, for their upcoming Disney Plus television series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looked like they were looking at David Diggs. 
uh, of Hamilton fame and the recent Snowpiercer TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also looked like they were looking at Nick Kroll, the comedian oh. from um, uh, Big Mouth and yeah. like uh, so many things. Uh, the League. Uh, Nick Kroll is a. I I I wish it had been Nick Kroll, but it does look like uh, negotiations are going in right now for Oscar Isaac to play Moon Knight on the Marvel Plus television series. Yeah. Marvel Disney Plus. I it's, it's it, the, all the pluses and the primes and the Hulus and the I I can't I, the who's it's and the what's it the who's it's and the what's it's. Um, what do you think? What do you think of Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaac coming in for his third Marvel role? Um, who else was he? He was Apocalypse. He was the villain Apocalypse in um, <laughs> Apocalypse, uh, X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. And I, I want to look up the character really quick because I can't remember the name, um, and fair. I don't want to get it wrong. But he he's in uh, Inter uh, Spider Verse. Um, oh. He plays um Miguel. It's Miguel something, and I can't remember his last name. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, um, oh god, Miguel O'Hara, uh, in, uh, at the, at the very end of Spider-Verse, in, like, the post-credit sequence, uh, he plays the future Spider-Man. Right. Uh, who is gonna go back in time, ostensibly in the sequel. Mm -hmm. In Star Wars, he's also Poe Dameron in the sequel trilogy, uh, he's in Ex Machina, a really, really excellent film. I love that film. With him, Alicia Vikander, and, um... I can't remember who the third person in that movie is right now. Wild. Um, Great movie. If you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, so Oscar Isaac is... But yeah, so Oscar Isaac has worked with Marvel a few times now. And uh, Disney. Yeah, and has a very good relationship with Disney. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like he's going to be playing Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, now, the, the first response that a lot of people have been having to this is that he's not Jewish. Um, which is a huge part of the Moon Knight story um, and character. Mm-hmm. Um, after a certain point. The original Moon Knight run, not so much. But uh, the modern Moon Knight that most people are familiar with is is a, a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. Um, who, uh, for those of you who don't know Moon Knight, he is uh, sort of a street-level superhero who is either given powers by the Egyptian god um, Horus or is a crazy person who thinks that he's been given powers by the Egyptian god Horus. And and the fun of the fun thing in the Moon Knight um, uh, character is that the comics often play with whether or not he actually has powers or not. Yeah. Uh, or whether he just thinks he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there is sort of an element of um, there. There's an element of mental health that is. Uh, often handled very well by the comics that's the that's the show that i want to see i want to like i want to i want to see you know a psychological thriller yeah Mm -hmm. moon knight because he's violent moon knight moon knight is a very very violent um street level hero at times Mm -hmm. and you know he wears all white and so his he and he fights people at nighttime, mm-hmm. and so he's got this like very imposing figure. There's a great if you've ever seen the Moon Knight costume. That's a it's an all white suit with this white hood, um, and just the Moon Knight logo on his forehead. It's a I hope they show that suit because it's his like <laughs> traditional suit that's like kind of 
it, honestly, it's an Assassin's Creed hood. <laughs> um, he actually does look like an Assassin's Creed character. Yeah. Um, uh, his original suit's really great, but the, the suit that, the, when it's just the white suit, when he gets any blood on it, it's it's a really good look. And Moonlight's mm-hmm. a very interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I'm, I'm glad they're looking at very talented actors. Like, mm-hmm. David Diggs is an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar Isaac is an incredible talent. Totally. Nick Kroll will surprise you. You know, I, I think that people kind of see him as, oh, he's the guy who talks about puberty on Big Mouth. And yeah. Partially. Yeah. Um, but he's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant performer and writer and, and just creative comedic mind. Yeah. And Moon Knight is a funny character. Like, Moon Knight isn't... Be, because of the multiple personalities and things like that, uh, there's a lot of comedy in Moon Knight mm-hmm. that I think Nick Kroll could handle really well. Yeah, absolutely. But it's brought up this conversation again about Jewish characters from comic books being brought into live action. And uh, Nick Kroll's Jewish, I believe. Um, but... Um, I shouldn't say that, actually. I'm not 100% sure. But again, I don't really want to know. Like, and, and this is part of my problem. I don't want to know if he's Jewish or not. Because I don't care. Nick Kroll's personal beliefs, I don't mind. Yeah. But there is a conversation that Judaism is not just a religion. It is also sort of a culture and a, you know, a race. And uh, th- there is a, a lineage aspect to Judaism that other religions don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that makes it more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, this is a really tough one for me to comment on Mm -hmm. because I don't know a lot about Judaism, first of all. Um, I don't know much about the character, although the, 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 you know, the, the thought of it does sound really interesting. Like I said, that's the superhero psychological thriller show that I want to see. Like Mm -hmm. that would be really cool. But yeah, it does come down to this whole thing of you know, why actors are the only people getting hired based on their personal beliefs and yeah. and religion and sexuality and just personal lives. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Like, I, I don't want to upset anybody because I don't know enough about Judaism to really understand mm-hmm. that, like need for this person to be Jewish but as it stands right now I am currently of the opinion that an actor's personal life should not be the first and foremost thing in regards to their casting um yeah I and I I think that that's um I think that's kind of where that's kind of where a lot of this leads right is like you know we're we're in a position where it's hard you know we're not in a position where diversity is our, it affects us as much. Yeah. And so I I feel like we are, I'm trying to be more aware of it. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to learn and, you know, I want to have these conversations and I want to keep having these conversations because I think that it's important to be aware and to grow your mind about things, things. Yeah. I think we're not doing things Obviously, we're not doing things perfectly right now, mm-hmm. and that we need to continue to accept when we're wrong and keep growing and changing and, you know, find find what works, you know, because mm-hmm. humans are smart. Humans are smart. We can figure it out. Um, you know, hopefully we get there eventually. Um, we just need to be open to listening. Yeah, and I think that... Um... 
you know, I, I think it's interesting, right, because, you know, Tommy Tsunami's bringing up um, affirmative action policies. Which I'm not 100% sure what that means. Affirmative action is, like, um, policies where you have to hire that, that like, kind of, like, I don't want to say force, but, like... Like, fill a quota? Yeah. Okay. Like, um, we need this percentage of women, this percentage of people of color. Yeah, but it's not always by, based on percep- percentage, right? Like, yeah, a, yeah. a lot of affirmative action policies are, like, we will, in- we will entice you with tax breaks... If you provide entry level positions to people of color, right? Um, and there's right. there's there's really there's a lot of um, there are there's a lot of great affirmative action policies, and there are a lot that have historically failed, um, mostly because they've done more harm to communities of color than good. And that's the, the the worst thing an affirmative action policy can do is actually harm the minority groups that it's trying to help, right? Yeah. Either yeah. by creating some sort of double standard or creating like um, a box that they have to fit in to be a part of a certain yeah. community. Yeah. Um, we've seen that a lot in like the collegiate world, right? Where like the affirmative action policies that are supposed to bring people of color into these colleges then put them in a weird box in the college where... Um, their place at the college is so tied into um, their grades and things that their their chances of success are low. Yeah. Or uh, affirmative action policies that put, you know, you can get into the college if easier because you're a person of color, but then there's not the support necessary to, like, help you stay there. Um, right. And so I think we're often trying to figure out... Um, well, I, I think that we are as a society trying to figure out how to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. That's... And the entertainment industry is just a magnifying glass on that. For sure. And I think that the people who are smarter than us who are going to figure these things out, because it's not going to be us. We play video games on the internet. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I acknowledge that I have a lot of privilege, but I also acknowledge that like I am listening to people who actually understand this stuff. Yeah, to that's tell the me. thing. Neither of us have, you know, <laughs> studied these things in school, no. have that knowledge that, you know, kind of I definitely don't have that kind of critical analytical mind mm-hmm. um, to be able to, to know what's best for those situations. But, you know, it's like I said, we're we are not doing things perfectly right now, but I think no. as long as we are open to the fact that like this isn't, this isn't, this may not be working. There might be better ways to do things. I think, I think that's, I think that's just what we need to be, is just be open to those things and listen to the people who do know what they're talking about. Yeah, and I, I don't think that, like, I don't think we're going to solve it on this show, you know? And I don't, I don't have answers. Like, I, I'm excited for Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. And, like, I'm not, I'm not of the mind that, like, Oh, this show's ruined forever because of this, right? Yeah. But I, I do want to, I do want to acknowledge it, and I want to bring it up so that we are aware of it, and mm-hmm. as we move forward, we can try and figure out the right ways to do these things. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, there's um, Ryan Reynolds is doing this really incredible movement uh, with his new film, where they are hiring people of color to be shadows for major positions on the set. Um, and you know, he put out this great video where he was like, look, like there's not a lot I can do. There's not a lot that I can, I can change right now. But what I can do is make sure that we're giving these entry level jobs to people so that they can get better jobs in the future. Absolutely. And you know, it's, it's, individuals have, there, there isn't a lot of individual, um, 
power in these situations. Yeah. And so for the people who do have enough individual power to actually make a difference on a small scale like that, Mm -hmm. I think it's a really powerful thing. And I think that it moves everyone forward when individuals do what they can. Yep. And, you know, right now what we can do is bring up some of these things on... um, Yeah, we all we can do really is just keep the conversation going. Yeah. And I think that's kind of our place in this. And be mindful and open to ideas that we're maybe uncomfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that's, yeah, I think that that's, that's our role in these conversations. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know what? I, 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 I'm satisfied with that. You know, if we can just keep people talking about it so that we can keep finding what works and what doesn't and pushing for those things that do work, then, you know, I'm happy. And, you know, I think that we're, I think that we're seeing, we're seeing strides, right? We're seeing yeah. these movements forward in just I mean, in the fact that we have as many television shows with people of color leads now, um, particularly in the superhero world. Uh, I'm very excited for Miss Marvel. I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm very excited for Shang-Chi, which we talked yeah. about yesterday. Yeah. And so I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that we're headed in the right direction. I do think that in our heading in the right direction, there are speed bumps. And um, we're going to hit some speed bumps as a society and as a culture. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we are going to, if we're going to get through this with kindness and with um, solidarity of people, I think the best way to do it is to know that we're going to hit speed bumps in these things and to course correct when we do. Yeah. And um, to to really like put an ear to the, put an ear to the communities that we're not a part of and listen when they're saying that we're hitting speed bumps, Mm -hmm. you know, and um I think that's, I think that there's a lot of value in that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that there's going to be policies that people hope work that don't. I think that there's going to be movements that people hope work that don't. But I also think there's going to be movements that really do work and and, and get a lot done. And I think that, um, I think that for the majority of people, the majority of people can't be activists, right? Like we can't all be political activists. We can't all be. Yeah. um, For the majority of people, uh, our role is to listen to and try and understand the people who do have those degrees Mm -hmm. who do you know who do really good work in those fields and um and like you know really participate in the active like thought and 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 internal dialogue with ourselves Mm -hmm. about what they're saying and how it's going to affect us and i know that the show our morning show typically ends up going into these kind of conversations in the second half i don't know why (laughs) i think it's because this is what the news is right now and this is yeah you know um, this is this is what people are talking about right now which i think is a good thing mm -hmm. i think is a good thing people talking about it people you know, thinking about it, keeping it in the forefront of their minds. You know, yeah. I think that that is how we're going to change and grow. Um, yeah. And you know, I think that, I think that we're just going to have to, I think that we're going to figure that out. I, I, I do also, <laughs> there's, uh, there's an interesting, like, and this is like a whole other thing, but there's this interesting, like, I, there, there's a very, um, it's a racist idea to be honest, but there's this racist idea, uh, from certain particularly like online, um, communities, let's call them, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, the entertainment industry is this like, uh, Jewish funded propaganda machine. Right, right, right. And, and then what we see is like when these Jewish characters are being played, they're being played by characters that some people think aren't Jewish enough. Yeah. Cause, cause Oscar Isaac, um, does have a grandfather who is, um, ethnically Jewish. He's just not personally Jewish. Right. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't live a Jewish lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, again, it's that, like, how much 
Jewish blood has to be running through your veins kind of conversation yeah. that I do not have any answers to, and I, I just don't know. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting to me that there is this, like, weird push from certain people on the far, far, far right that, you know, the Jewish people are using their money to run the media against the right. And then on the far, far left, you have people saying that, like, we're not casting enough Jewish people in our media. Yeah. And, and to, the somewhere in the middle is the truth. You know what I mean? Well, not really. The, the, the idea that that's nonsense. But um, <laughs> uh, it, it's just so... It, it is a weird... Like, I think part of the problem is that Twitter lets these the extreme opinions rise to the top first. Yeah, because people are like, what? And they share it. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, you have, the, you have the most angry version on either side... And the truth is always somewhere in the middle, but we're not seeing those, those things don't get retweeted. Yeah. The middle of the road isn't getting retweeted, even though more people are probably tweeting middle of the road opinions. Yeah. I think the majority of people are just excited to see Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I, I I'm going to watch that. Here's the yeah. thing. I, I have problems with the Star Wars sequels. Um, we know. But... What the things that I feel about Poe's character are m- more so writing choices than his acting choices. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he is. I think he's great. I'm very excited to see this, and you know, we'll. Um, I-, I know you love Moon Knight, so we're definitely, obviously, going to be I watching. Do. I do love Moon Knight. I hope they handle it well. I I honestly like. I I would actually like to have seen David Diggs get the role, um, just because uh, I haven't seen Snowpiercer yet. But I have seen some of his other work. And, it's on the list. You know, he's just such an interesting... <laughs> David Diggs is such an interesting performer. Like, he mm-hmm. just... He's dynamic. And uh, Oscar Oscar Isaac is already so famous that it's... Um, the, the one concern I have about Oscar Isaac playing the role is that it will be hard to distance him from being Oscar Isaac now. Yeah. He's kind of reached that level of fame in the acting world. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I, I think that it, it, it's a weird, it, it, that is a weird position, right? Like, mm-hmm. where, where he's gotten to that point where I'm like, oh yeah, that's Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to divorce his face from that. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with um, Moon Knight. Uh, I'm sure Oscar Isaac might not end up playing the role. Uh, it's not confirmed. They yeah. are in negotiations for the role. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's, there's definitely an opportunity there for <laughs> change. It's COVID years. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, the show might get canceled tomorrow. So tune in to the <laughs> Nightly Morning Show tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern for another edition where we might be talking about Moon Knight not happening. Who yeah. knows? And shucks. And shucks. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of what um, it's kind of what COVID times are. We're like, yeah. okay, nope. All right. Cool. All right. That's fine. We never <laughs> even talked about the Bond news. Well, we'll have to save that for tomorrow because yeah. we are out of time. We're out of time. We gotta go, guys. We have we have a full day ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for being here. Like every morning, we are so grateful for this community. Um, this was this was an interesting episode. We talked about a lot of. We got a little deep today. Yeah, yeah. we had some good conversations. Yeah, but like you know, like we said, it's that keeping people talking, getting yeah. you the news, and you know, letting y'all and just having just... a nice conversation in the morning with our friends and yeah. our wife. Um, y'all, uh, we'll be back every morning this week, uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern here on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. Mm-hmm. You can also catch Claris, uh, streaming over at Claris Jacaris here yep. on Twitch. Um, my, uh, stream later today is at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, and it's going to be a fun one. But if you are, uh, <laughs> if you are going to, um, if you're at our Squire and above tiers on our Patreon tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, we are going to be watching the movie Alien together. So if you would like to join us for that watch along, um, that's 7 p.m. Eastern. 
And for all of our patrons, uh, the people in the watch long are going to hear it first, but we do have a big announcement for you. Um, yeah, that will be made publicly next Monday for yeah. on Mimosa Monday. But for our patrons, they get early access to that. That'll be this evening. So yeah, if you are on our Patreon, please join us tonight. If you're, if you're at the right levels, uh, please join us for the movie tonight. Uh, Ariel's going to be watching Alien for the first time, and I'm hoping it's going to scare the bejeebus out of her because it'll uh -huh. be funny for me to watch. Uh -huh. um, we also have a lot of stuff this week. Uh, if you uh, are not following The Playmat, The Playmat here on Twitch, um, that is going to go up on uh, on Friday. We're going to be on his Twitch channel doing D&D, &D, uh, a campaign with Cappy Archer in the chat, uh, and Fantaxia, the lovely streamer who we're good friends with. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, twitch.tv slash The Playmat. And um, uh, um, 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 anything else to plug this week? Mm, no, uh, the VR streams. We're going to be doing some horror VR on uh, Halloween. Clars has to do it now. I am. I haven't hit my subway yet, so yeah. I might be. I might be safe. I'll still be playing horror games on Halloween on my Twitch channel. But you might not have to play them in VR. But that I might not have to play them in up VR. Up to you guys. I think you have twenty five subs left. To twenty six. Twenty six subs left to yeah. go for that goal. So Dave is going to be live later today, um, as well as you're going to be on Wednesday night. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and yeah. Saturday. Uh, yeah, oh, God, I'm streaming five days this week. I'm sorry. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. We will catch you all later. And um, as we always say here, do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye. <laughs>